Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, superhero-related discussions, several spoilers, deep character analysis, our own personal opinions, and lots of speculation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Zan's Extraordinary Superhero Examination. I'm your host Zan, Zan Konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we hope that you're doing well, we hope you're excited, and I'm really excited for this episode of this wonderful podcast that's brought to you by www.spirekin.com. Some podcasts and bring reviews about connecting enhanced narratives, where every episode we'll talk about one or two geeky topics and tell you the pros and cons about it. And where can they find that podcast again? www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. And so with that in mind, let's actually get to this very special episode because we're talking about the finale and overarching plot of one of the newest and greatest TV shows in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And what are we talking about? WandaVision, WandaVision. Actually, there was no WandaVision theme song in this episode, except the generic ending credits. We're talking about the last episode of WandaVision, which is called the series finale, again, directed by Matt Shakeman. And came out March 5th, 2021, and it has been an insane ride we've been on. With, uh, yeah. With everything going on and all the craziness, more importantly than that, uh, all the expectations we had, which, how many of them were thrown out the window? Uh, most of them. Most of them, especially with all the things that had happened in this. And if you want to hear about our uh, reviews of the other episodes in this season you can check out our television tuesday series we have various episodes where we talked about wandavision it was the last four uh eight weeks we talked about it and let's actually get to it because this has been crazy i know a lot of you've been waiting for us to talk about the series finale and what happened is that officially agatha has been revealed to be the main villain of the entire series which kind of makes no sense because it doesn't seem you know like why? she's really the villain it was Agatha all along. But was it really Agatha? Totally. I don't think it was. I think that she was just trying to take her own thought. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. But So she's ready to take all of Wanda's chaos magic because her ability is apparently to absorb the magic of other magic users. Meanwhile, the White Vision has shown up. And it gets pretty bad because he is there to kill Wanda. And then her... We'll call it the Hex Vision shows up to fight the evil uh, White Vision. And they're fighting. Meanwhile, Agatha is trying to get Wanda to give her her powers by eventually turning off the magic through half the people. And it's really disturbing seeing some of the people. Like seeing uh, Dottie with her real name saying, Listen, I have a daughter. She could be your, your boy's friend. Or she could be the bully. Just let me hold her. Let her out of her room. And it's kind of heartbreaking because these people are all freaking out because they're like, we we dream your pain. We, like, let me call my mom. They want to be free from her. And she thinks, oh, you guys are fine. You're, he's like, no, she's pushing all of her feelings on them. And unlike Monica, who was able to realize she's hurting, they're just like, no, you're hurting us by we're giving us your grief. And it's leading to a lot of stress there. Meanwhile, Hayward and Sword are going to enter into the Hex because Wanda decides to open the barrier, which she does to let everybody out. But then we see the truth, which we kind of figured all along that the minute the barrier starts going down, the boys and Vision are going to die. So the big question, does she give up the Hex 
and get rid of her life or does she keep people trapped there? And then we have Sword and Hayward coming in to quote-unquote solve the situation. Really, they're just trying to get the real vision out there and they're going to introduce, oh, she brought the vision to life and he saved the day. He's ours now. Jing. Such a dick. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And then Monica is currently being held captive by quote-unquote fake Tro, fake Pietro, who we find out is not actually Pietro at all. He's just a actor who has, what is his name? Fake Pietro. Well, yes, but also his name according to his headshot is Ralph Boner. Yeah. All all this for a... Dick Boner. Boner joke. Dick Boner. No, Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. So it's a big joke for a boner joke, which was kind of dumb. But she beats him up, and then she ha- you see her powers, which she's officially Spectrum or Photon or whatever we're going to call her. She is now a hero. And she helps the twins stop the sword, people who they're fighting. Meanwhile, Vision is fighting Vision. Agatha is fighting Wanda. And Vision actually, even though they're even, it's actually a really cool fight, i got to say. The ending where Vision's able to talk Vision down by just using a logical thought is pretty cool. It's the uh, the ship of Theseus uh, theory, where if you have a ship from the past and you start breaking it apart, replacing the pieces, is the is that still the same ship? And if not, what about the pieces of wood? And are they both? Are they not? It's kind of tragic because he ends up unlocking Vision's memory, the body of Vision, but it's not Vision. It's like if you suddenly had a bunch of memories that weren't yours, but they feel like yours. What do you do? Are you that person? Who knows? That's the conundrum. And it's kind of sad to see that, but Vision admits that he's Vision. He's more human, but he flies away. We don't know what's going to happen there. He may come back. He may not. Then we have Wanda fighting and losing to Agatha, but then Wanda does a trick that... Agatha didn't expect, because Agatha, last episode, trapped her using runes, and so she uses the runes to trap Agatha, and we see her... Because she learned. And we see her become the Scarlet Witch in an amazing sequence. We finally see her in her traditional costume, and more importantly than that, we see that her headgear, which it's like, oh, it's a dumb little headgear, it's actually a crown that's formed with magic. Right. It's a big deal. Which is cool, and she just beats... Agatha, and then just to screw with Agatha, because at the end, Agatha's like, You beat me, so now what? Are you going to kill me? Are you going to put me in a prison? She's like, No, I'm going to put you in the role you chose. That's fair. She's like, No, that's cruel. And so now she's the nosy neighbor who doesn't have a home. Kind of sad. And then the ending is we have Win- uh, Wanda realizing she has to end the spell. And she ends up shrinking the hex so it gets smaller and smaller. Takes the boys and Vision home. And then they tuck the kids into bed. And the thing which kind of upset me is she doesn't say, I love you to them. She just says, I'm proud of you and thank you for choosing me to be your mom. It's just a heartbreaking sequence. It really is just seeing her just so sad and just... And then the ending is she goes downstairs and she starts turning off all the lights as the hex gets closer and closer and closer because the kids are in bed and you see Vision turn on the light she turned off and say, I heard it was bad luck to say goodbye. In the dark. In the dark. She's like, no, you didn't. He's like, you're right. And he asks her, like, it's a very touching moment, and he asks her, "Who? what am I? And she says, you're the part of the Mind Stone that was part of me. 
you are the part of me you're my hopes you're my dreams most importantly you're my love and it's so sad because as the as they as the hex is closing he admits and it's a really cool line they tuck the boys in you see it closing in and you can see the hex coming closer to them and the boys don't know goodbye to the house yeah he knows he's leaving well he knows that the truth he knows the yeah the truth, he knows so. he's leaving and the house goes back in time to just that shell when she first arrived and I, she's all alone i like that when he's going he says first i was just a voice without a body then i was a body without that without a soul. a soul and now i'm a memory what will i be next and then he says to her before he goes he says like we said goodbye once before but seems to reason that we'll say hello again. It means that hopefully we see him again. It's sad. Like you see that it's now the day she's wearing the same costume she was wearing. Her car is parked in front of her house, which she doesn't even take because she just walks away. She leaves her car there and walks into town and everybody is giving her the stink eye because they're like, she's a monster. And Monica straight up says, they don't know what you gave up for them. And it's like, doesn't matter. It's kind of cruel what she did. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse at all. It's not. It's kind of bad. And she flies off. And then the ending sequence is uh, Hayward. Oh, and Hayward was stopped by the best character ever, Darcy, who drives a truck into him and says, have fun in prison. Just very Cat Dennings, just kind of off the cuff. And then she runs off to do her own thing, which we don't know. And then turns out that Monica... One of the people that she knows is actually a scroll, so she's going into space. So Sword's going back into space, setting up for a secret invasion. And then the ending of the episode, in the in the actual post credit sequence at the end of the credits, we see Wanda in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, uh, drinking tea, going inside in the back. She has her astral form reading the dark hold that she stole from, uh, or acquired from Agnes. And now she's learning magic, but then she hears her boys screaming for help. And then it goes to black. So this has been a kind of insane ride we've been on. A very insane ride. Now, compared to the rest of the season, I will say that the season series finale let me down on two fronts. One, the Pietro thing really upset me. Because it's like, you did all this for a boner joke? Come on. That upset me, and then I felt like there could have been a little bit more to be done with the... I'd rather have had some other things happen instead of just Hayward and Monica, the scroll sequence, because let's be honest, it also leads to Captain Marvel 2, and I really don't want to deal with Captain Marvel 2, so yeah. Besides that, it's a great episode. All the rest was great. As I said in the last review, this is Elizabeth Olsen's best work. Yes, 100%. In the MCU, this is, we understand Wanda, and Wanda is now the Scarlet Witch, and she is, you see why she's so OP, and so overpowered. It's just so, it's so sad. I want her to have a win. I want her to have her family. She was also a monster, though. She have to admit, she kidnapped a bunch of people and made them live her fantasy She for didn't know what she was week. doing at first. She didn't, but... Then she figured it out, and then she didn't want to believe it. Yeah. But, what's her name? Agnes. Proton. Uh, oh, uh, Monica. 
Monica knows, knew that it was from grief. She was hurting. Yeah, it it's uh, I agree, but it's going to lead to more issues yeah, later feel, on. I still just feel bad for her. No, I do. I feel really bad for her. I'm thinking from all ends though, but Wanda's one of my favorite characters and she gets the shit end of the six so much. This is based partially on um the Vision miniseries, uh the Vision and Want and Scarlet Witch miniseries and a little bit of House of M. And in House of M, her brother convinces her to create to change the whole world so they're happy and just shows how fragmented she is and how messed up she is. This leads to the um, disasse- uh, Avengers disassembled because she's lost so much. It's so much of her life is fake and it just, we want her to be good. Now they said that there was supposed to be a cameo in the finale episode. There was no cameo. The cameo was the white vision I would have expected something a little better. I was expecting Doctor Strange or something else. We didn't get that. But overall, what did you think about WandaVision from start to finish? What would you say about it? Start to finish, it's a must watch. Stop what you're doing now. Watch this. I mean, not rating wise, like the show itself. What would you say about it? I loved it. I thought it was sweet and endearing. I really liked that. You don't have to know the entire universe to appreciate it. Yeah, you're a little bit locked in the dark, but there's something for everyone. So it's a good entry-level gateway show, I would say. Because now now you have other characters. Now you need to know the backstory and watch more stuff. That is true. And then I think there's enough Easter eggs for people who like love it. So this is one which is great for people who are fans of period pieces because... It takes every single genre from the 50s to the present, and it shows different versions of the TV shows done faithfully and uniquely. Like, each set, each design, all the costumes were all very different. Yes. I mean, how many fashion trends did she go through? She went through every decade. And were they all represented well, you think? Yeah, she looked great. Really? She looked great. The 80s one was kind of bad. Yeah, but that's what moms looked like in the 80s. Oops. And then in... Well, we're going to wrap it, this up quick, but... It's okay. We can keep going. In the... Uh, but I don't know. She looked different in the... Uh, in the 90s, she looked terrible. But... Well, no, no. Ni- no, 90s was costume. That was Halloween episode. To 2000, she was just, I'm sleeping at home. I'm wearing pajamas. That's, but that's what everybody looked like in the 2000s. No, that was during the COVID era. Everyone looked like that. That wasn't just COVID, my friend. Yeah. It was a, it's a very, it's, that's, well done. that's why I like older television shows when people would get dressed up for things because everyone in the 90s just wore stuff. Yeah, and you you see like in the 70s... Getting off of topic, but that's like the breakout of what not to wear. That is true. Because in the 50s, like, you went to work, you're wearing a suit and tie. Even if you're like a trash guy, you're wearing that. And then you come home and I'm wearing my... 60s a little bit more... A little more progressive. But still, it's kind of still... Polished. Polished. 70s. 70s was a complete train wreck. That's... I'm wearing... I'm wearing overalls and... Afros. 70s was... Well, anyway. So you had that going on. Also, Paul Bettany. 
he did such a great job because usually he's very serious, and you see his comedic timing and how funny he is, uh, especially like him playing Vision drunk in the second episode was excellent. I want to say adorable, but that doesn't seem like the right word for it. It was hilarious. And then as he starts opening up, I love that he starts off as I love you, my darling, to slowly getting paranoid, and then he comes back, and he still loves her. And it does a great twist with it. Even him playing the Vision, or Cataracts, however you want to say it, the actual body, the white Vision, that was unique because they added an echo to his voice, and he looks, acted very mechanical. And very like, at first he's like, Wanda touches her face and he tries to crush her skull. It's like, he could have done other things. He could have phased through her heart and ripped it out. Nope. The standout performance definitely, let's just be honest, it was Catherine Hayne. Catherine Hayne, I mean, a lot of people are like, yeah, she's Agatha Harkness. We knew that, but her starting as the nosy neighbor and then the twist was well done. I just can't stop with the, it was Agatha all along. And if you go back and rewatch some of the earlier episodes, there's little tiny hints of purple around some of the intros once we get into color. Oh, yeah. No, she had her color scheme was purple throughout the entire series. Her wearing the naughty, the necklace that she had, which is the one she stole from her mother. There's all these little things here and there. Which you don't really pick up on, and then once you know, you know. And you get it, and it makes more sense. And the fact that she's killed, she killed Sparky. Agatha, great character, well done. Uh, I will say you had, of course, Tyona Parius playing Monica. Surprisingly, even though she didn't look anything like the little girl, because the little girl was, was darker skinned, I like her. I like her in this. I like how she played it. You can lighten up. No, but like not that dramatically. That's a very different, like they kind of, like they could have picked a better. But anyway, I like how she played Geraldine. I liked her as, as Monica Rambeau. I am curious as to why she's so angry at Captain Marvel. Because when they brought her up, she's like, I don't want to talk about that. So either Captain Marvel's why her mom had cancer or it's something else. I have feelings. What feelings? I I feel like there's got to be some like little girl reason. Like, oh, she promised we'd go back out or she did this and I was waiting for her. I feel like there's some like sad sob story that's waiting. Well, we we're hopefully we'll find out before we get to Captain Marvel 2. I don't know. Um Randall Park knocked it out of the park as Jimmy Woo cuz he is no longer the comic oh, relief. Oh, he's the best. He's he, no, he's still comic relief, but he's better comic relief. He like honed his craft. I do like that he's like, he's like, which one? So which one is the sassy Fred? He's like, no need to talk about that right now. You're like, it's like, oh, we know who the sassy friend is, and he he was comical. He was an action hero, and I would love to see them do Jimmy Woo's actual character arc in the comics in the MCU. Have him running the Agents of Atlas, who is like a secret, super secret agency, similar to like a subversive version of S.H.I.E.L.D. That would be kind of cool. But he did a really great job. We had Kat Dennings as Darcy, as we said. And she's grown up. She's not as annoying as she was in Thor The Dark World with Mew Mew. Mew Mew! 
Well, I think that shtick just wasn't working in that particular movie. No, but in general, she was kind of like just, she shouldn't have been in the second movie. And she she grew up, the fact she has a doctorate now, she's the intelligent, uh, like, she's a scientist. She seems to be more wiser and more confident. More wiser. She's more wiser. She is more wise. Is that better? <laughs> yeah. And she's the boss, which she never was in the other movies, I think. No, but she's still, what I like is she's still not the boss. She's just like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Okay, you don't want to take me credibly? I'll wait. Okay, who's now going to give me the TV that I need? I like that she keeps asking, can I get a coffee? No. No, no coffee. Yeah. Um, Evan Peters, that, that was a whole tease. We talked about that. That was just sad. That was so sad. Made me mad. That was such BS. It really was. Uh, the actor who played Haywood did a great job. Josh Stamberg just so angering he plays such a jerk like i could see him in other movies as like i'm the boss who's mean or i'm the boyfriend who's cheating on you secretly but you don't know but you know right yeah i mean what else has he done has he ever played like a straight up protag or is he always a oh he was the protagonist in law and order in csi miami and lie to me oh, i didn't and Oh, he was in Kate and Leopold as Bob. So he's got a lot of like secondary roles. He's also one of the uh, people from Sex and the City uh, as a 20-something guy. So, yeah. Uh, overall, a great ensemble cast. Well done. And it actually made us watching the MCU really happy. It's just it's a shame that we have to wait so long for the sequel. Yeah. Because if things had gone to plan in two months, we would be watching Doctor Strange 2 instead of waiting a year. But next week we have the greatest or two of the best MCU characters still around fighting over a metal disc. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yay! More importantly than that, finally we're going to get a proper Baron Zemo with the purple mask. Which is what I'm happy about, because it's Baron Zemo. Um, there is going to be, supposedly, a whole thing with they need a real Captain America, they're bringing in a U.S. agent, and all that. But we can talk about that another time. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, that's our thoughts on this. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about uh, WandaVision, let us know. You can email me personally at zanspirekin.com or comment to us at Spirekin. As usual, I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep watching cool TV shows and reading comics. See you later. Bye.